lips A simple recipe But it would mean so much to me Turn on the gas and make me feel fine And all I wanna say is Just give me some hot pizza Of Financial Pizza, featuring clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week. Brought to you hot, fresh, in 30 minutes or less. And don't forget, please rate, review, and share this podcast. That would be a fantastic thing. So thanks in advance. And remember, if you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here, give them a call 800 662 6808. Text PIZZA to 21000. If you'd like to reach me, Steve at financialpizza.com. Well, another week with the market doing flip-flops. It's up one day, down the next as I record this late Friday afternoon. It appears the week is going to end a little bit higher. Go figure. Well, the advisors this week covered everything from annuities, the good, the bad, and the ugly about them. Uh, they break down some various stages of retirement. We're going to hear from Coach Pete DeRuta. We'll check in with Kevin Frisbee up in Maine. Bounce over to Chicago. Hear from Robert Kuhn, Eric Carney. We'll be here from Southwest Florida and from the nation's midsection, Dave Pimper from Fremont, Nebraska. Okay, let's get this pizza started. And for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. The program is America's 401k show and joining coaches, senior wealth strategist at Capital Financial, Marty Hensley, as well as me. And the topic begins with how often you should be seeing your advisor. And then there's an interesting conversation about annuities. What I like is at least a quarterly conversation, right? Okay. Either on the phone or in person or, or through email. But then once a year, I like in-person meetings. Marty, mm-hmm. I think or if you don't want to meet in person, at least a longer conversation on the phone, just because it's good to know, number one, where you started, where you thought you were going to go, and where you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are big questions. It is. Three big questions. Big questions. And a lot of people we talk to. Who, who aren't clients, they're listeners, and they're calling in, they're saying, well, God, my broker, I started here, and my broker said we'd be here by now, and we're way over there. And that way over there is not a good thing a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that we have those waypoints where we can look and make sure we're going the right route. So like when you're flying a plane, Steve, they're constantly pinging there, the plane is, to different uh, radar stations to make sure they're on the right path. You don't want to leave Boston on the way to L.A. and end up in San Francisco. <laughs> that's, no. that's a long way. California's a big place, and it's, it's, it's one side place. to the other. So we just need to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And, Marty, one of the things that you and I were talking about this week is the fact that there are a lot of folks that we've been talking to who purchased annuity a few years ago. And the insurance companies write something in annuities, which is which is to protect you and to protect them. Mm-hmm. It's called an MVA, a market value adjustment. Now, what the, we've seen lately is because interest rates, Steve, have gone down so low, many people can get money, their, their annuity out, even though it's only had, they only had it for a year or two or three, mm-hmm. they can get it out with more than they started with. With, with no fees whatsoever, I mean, they get more than they started without. And so that makes a lot of sense sometimes, doesn't it? Yes, we had a, we had a listener that came in, and he wanted one of our comprehensive reviews. And a, and a chunk of his retirement was in an annuity product. And I said, bring in your full statement. Let's take a look at it. We looked at it, and he said, I, just, I really haven't been very happy with it. We looked to the last page, and there was a, a line item on there called cash surrender value. The cash surrender value takes into account any surrender charges 
and a market value adjustment. Because when you put money into the investment to begin with, they make investments on your behalf. And so sometimes those internal investments can go up in value. And in this case, because that investment strategy that that they had put in place, it had gone up in value. So his cash surrender value after three years into the contract was higher than his contract value. So basically the conversation was, let me get this straight. In this one gentleman's situation, they're going to pay me $4,000 to walk away. And I said, well, that's essentially the, the situation. In addition he to in. what he started with. Wow. In addition to what he started with. So we took his account value. He was $4,000 <laughs> above that <laughs> to walk away. And this was in his surrender charge schedule period. So it doesn't happen very often. But if it's that situation, we'd at least like to know that that's an option for you. Sure. Absolutely. Marty, you got a great analogy. We were talking about it earlier about the car lot. You want to share that? Yeah. This <laughs> I, I, had, I had a young lady. She came in and she said, so let me get this straight. She says, I bought a car three years ago. The dealership's willing to give me $5,000 more than what I paid for it three years ago. <laughs> and I can go across the street and buy another brand new one and get it at a 20% discount. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of where you are. <laughs> wow. Let's, let's make so that happen. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain what we're talking about on the air. But just keep in mind, if you have an annuity at all, it's time to get an annuity appraisal. And just make mm-hmm. sure that what you were told is really happening. Steve, believe it or not, sometimes it, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and make sure you deal with a fiduciary firm who has to put your needs above the financial institutions and their own needs. And you deal with true independent advisors who have access to most everything out there. It does come down to information and knowledge to know what might work best for you. Maybe it's an annuity. Maybe it isn't. It is worth a phone call or a text to find out, though. America's 401k show airs in several stations in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market. It's also available on Apple Podcasts as well as on americas401kshow.com. Now, you can call Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! Now we head to Maine, where we check in with Kevin Frisbee. Now, our conversation also focuses on annuities, what they are and what they are not. There's a lot of confusion, as I said, about annuities. There's a lot of things that uh, if you go uh, Google annuity, a lot of negatives out there. People have conversations that the water cooler, you know, Ken Fisher's on TV saying, I hate annuities and you should too, those type of things. So let's break that down and let's let's examine in, in this segment what an annuity is, what it means to, to have different types of annuities available. And then if it fits, then we can talk about it and, and play, maybe placing some money in it or, or not. And again, we're not, we, we manage a lot of money. We're not... Uh, it's a tool in the toolbox. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of the things that you do as well is a lot of folks have annuities that they've been sold somewhere along the line and, and are pretty much clueless as what they are, how they work, and, and if it's a good or a bad one. And you can help well, that, us understand that. Well, that's the point. They, they've been sold something. You said that right there. They haven't been offered and, and put in place a solution to a potential issue. They've been sold some product by somebody out there uh, that might work for somebody, whatever. Yeah. So when you talk about annuities, there's basically three different types of annuities. And let's break this down sure. as best I can uh, through a microphone. Um, without, and I say that because if people come into the office, I'm going to break this down on a whiteboard just to kind of give an explanation, sure. to give people a better education. So you have uh, the first type of annuity available. It's called a MIGA, multi-year guaranteed annuity. It's a fixed annuity with a fixed interest rate for a period of time three, five, seven, 10 years, 
and you get a fixed rate and it's guaranteed for that period of time. At the end of that period of time, you have to turn around and do something else with that money and find a, another rate, fixed rate, something like that. So I use those to compete with a CD at, at the local bank or credit union because an insurance company that puts out a multi-year guaranteed annuity with a fixed rate has a guarantee, and that guarantee is typically better a better rate than uh, most banks and credit unions, just simply the way it is. Sure. So a lot of my clients that are older, meaning 75, 80, 85 years old, like these because – Again, they're going to go down to the bank and get a rate, whatever they're going to get at the bank, but they can get a higher rate most times with an insurance company. And if it's the same period of time, why wouldn't they do that? Access to money, it limits you to, uh, you can get your interest every single month or every however you want it, uh, but you can't touch the principal to the end of the term, but you can get your interest without a penalty anytime you want. Oh, wow. So that's a fixed MIGA multi-year guaranteed annuity. Okay. Nothing wrong with those if it fits what you're trying to do. There's plenty to learn about annuities, and if they are right for you, they can make a big difference in your retirement. Kevin and Financial Safari can be heard on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine on Saturdays and Sundays. Kevin posts all of his shows on his website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's frisbeebenefits, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to reach Kevin here, give him a call, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 2100. Oh, don't forget, Kevin is also on TV all over the state of Maine. You can find him anywhere, Saturdays and Sundays. Pizza! From Maine to Chicago, we join Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. And in this clip, Robert digs into the World Wealth Report and how that could factor into a retirement plan. So I was doing some research this week and looking at the World Wealth Report. And the World Wealth Report, everybody can get it. Just Google World Wealth Report. You can read it just like I can. But what's so interesting is when you look at statistically it's proven uh, and I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but it's statistically proven the more money you have, the better you do when the markets are down. Um, and that's ultimately how you beat the market. You beat the market by, you know, performing better when there's chaos because the up markets, advisors certainly want a pat on the back when right. the markets are up. But I mean, the reality is unless you're trading, like we have our KCP alpha trading strategy that we recommend for, you know, 20% of the portfolio, $50,000 minimum. 2.75% annual fee. Uh, our net return year to date, actual return after fees is 44%. And I mean, so we're okay with taking that, you know, 2.75% because yeah. we're, we're actually for a piece of the pie, we're actually doing something that's, you know, mathematical, it's not emotional, it's repeatable. But when you look at diversification and you look at the top 1%, the top 1% of the wealth, Steve, they only have 26% of their assets in equities. And, and people think that to do well, you have to have a lot of money in equities. It's not it at all. They have 27% in cash. I mean, think about that. 27% in cash today. I would challenge many listeners out there who are working with an advisor, go see how much cash you have in your account. And if it's under 10% today, I mean, I don't know if there's any defense being played. They've got 18% fixed income and they have 28% uh, in what they call alternatives. Alternatives also encompasses real estate. So when we look at asset allocation and we look at diversification, we look at it much differently than what the listeners may look at it. A listener may think diversification is 15 different mutual funds or 15 different you know, mutual funds in, in equities, 10 different mutual funds in bonds and some cash. 
I mean, they're certainly diversified in those two asset classes. There's no doubt about it. However, those two asset classes, they generally, when there's uh, chaos in the market, they actually move in the same direction. So, so that's not diversification. And if you compare your, compare your portfolio to the top 1%, I mean, where are your alternatives? I mean, do you have a strategy that is going to give you, you know, a strong rate of return regardless of what the markets do? You know, what are you doing with your cash? So I really challenge people, uh, especially listeners, that if you're working with an advisor and you've experienced uncomfortable volatility out in the marketplace, um, you know, so far this year, you know, now is a good time because markets dropped. They're back up. So now people aren't, you know, using that human emotion of, well, I want to wait to get back to where I was, which is wrong. But, you know, we're above where you should have been. Ask your advisor, how are we managing risk? And then just be quiet. I mean, just just don't even say anything. And if the words come up, asset allocation and diversification, yet your portfolio went down with the market and up with the market, then you truly are not diversified. You truly owe yourself, you know, it's your money. You've worked hard for it. You're rich. I mean, rich to me is different than rich to someone else. Mm -hmm. I'm very poor to a lot of people. Maybe I'm very rich to some people. At the end of the day, whatever we have and you have, you're rich. And those words come out, asset allocation, diversification, and yet all your portfolio did this year is go down and then go back up. You're not diversified. I like that. Whatever you have or I have, we are rich. I like that thought. You can hear Robert in his show, Decoding Wall Street, Saturdays at noon on News Talk WLS AM 890. You can reach him here by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Visit his website, KuhnCP.com. That's Kuhn, K-U-H-N-C-P.com. Pizza! Now let's join Dave Pimper in his show, Retirement Boss Radio. Now in this clip, Dave and I are talking about the 401k and how you may have more control of it than you thought. And we believe at my firm to have a holistic approach. So, you know, could there be some contractual guarantees? Yeah, there could be. Mm -hmm. And it's only as strong as the company that backs that. But yes, there certainly could be. Uh, could there be some, maybe, um, uh, uh, there certainly will be a stock portion because, you know, stocks are the, the mainstay. Stocks, bonds, cash are the mainstay of investing. But there might be some allocated assets that don't have a correlation as much with, say, stocks. But there's still growth investments, i.e. it could be uh, private capital, not venture capital, brand new companies, but existing companies. You know, if you take a look at how many public companies there are in the U.S. versus how many private companies like Calton Associates, my, my firm in, in Fremont, Nebraska, it's a private company. Sure. Your your firm, Steve, your broadcasting firm is a private company. There are way more in, in dollar more, way more in private, but there's companies out there that group some of those together and then offer them as an investment. And so what happens is there's a lot of other types of companies. Then there's, from the investing standpoint, there's most people are strategic, and that means if you're into a large cap growth mutual fund and the market starts getting crushed on large cap growths like it did during the early part of the pandemic, they're not moving out into cash or to bonds or just trying to trying to lessen um, their, their loss uh, specifically by getting out of that sector. They can't do that strategically. 
Tactical managers do that, and we do our share of business with tactical managers. So having that right asset allocation, having it from a holistic standpoint, I think is extremely important to go in and to avoid maybe some of those big losses. Well, Dave, let me ask you this. With a 401k, most people think, you know, I certainly was among them until you start digging into it. Most people think that, well, a 401k, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing I can do. But the fact is, is you can often go in and change things. And you're happy to help us do that. Absolutely. I'll tell you something else I think that that's, that's pretty important is, is that most people don't understand. You don't have nearly as many options. Like those tactical options, most 401k plans will not have that option. Of course. Alternative uh, types of investments, if we talked about some kind of a real estate investment that is marketed through an advisor like myself, you're not going to have probably that type of option within your 401k. That's why an in-service non-hardship withdrawal provision, that, that's a mouthful, Steve. It is. In-service non-hardship withdrawal provision, or called a 59 and a half rule. All that says is uh, many of the people that are listening today that have a 401k, a nonprofit, 403b, 457 government, thrift savings plan, a lot of those will have this provision. And all it says is you're still working for that institution. If it's thrift, you're working for the federal government. If it's a 401k, you're working for a for-profit company. But once you turn 59 and a half and you're still working there, you can take out a portion or you can take out all of your money and roll it over into an IRA. Why would you do that? To get a more holistic allocation on your portfolio. Certainly being independent where we have no proprietary types of of um, of strategies, all of ours are, are third party or third vendored. What happens is is that we try to go in and complement what you already have. And I would say there's a there's a, a good part of my business is done through in-service non-hardship withdrawals. The in-service non-hardship withdrawal. Something certainly worth checking out, especially if you're over 59 and a half. Now, the more control you have, the better your portfolio can be. You can reach Dave and his team by calling 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. Dave's show, Retirement Boss Radio, heard on the Big Talker in Omaha, News Radio 1110, Sundays at noon. You can also find him on the iHeartRadio app. Visit his website, LazarusInvestments.com, L-A-Z-A-R-I-S Investments.com. Pizza. Alex head to Southwest Florida, where we check in with Eric Carney and his show, WealthWorks Radio. The discussion digs into the various stages of retirement. You know, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. In this clip, Eric is focused on the no-go years and what he, as an advisor, needs to do to help them be successful no matter how old they are. At some point, we can't go back to work, and that's where people stop spending money. They're like, this is my money and I have to preserve it. We have to be able to show the client, look, it's okay for you to take out distributions. It's okay if you still want to live this life. And when people actually see the income plan and they see their life on that, and it's like, look, we figured in healthcare, if you get sick, if your husband gets sick, you're still going to be okay, or we've got to make some changes here and we've got to tweak a few things here. So the bottom line is, is that your needs will change as you get older, but so will your emotional feelings towards money as well. Sure. And so as we slide into, uh, you know, we're talking about the slow go years and then there is the, there are the no go years. Right. And so the no go years, again, this is where 
We want to be comfortable in our slow go years, but this is where we absolutely want to be comfortable. And I'll tell you, it's interesting because in the slow go years, what we're doing is, is that we are preparing the home that they are in to be to be taken care of. So when they get into their no-go years, they're actually easier to get around. So we're saying like, what remodeling needs do you need to your home? And these are things that a lot of people don't think about, but pull bars, grab bars, um, different things that can just make their life easier and more comfortable is what we're doing. So we're actually budgeting for all of these things in their home and saying, look, how can we make this more user-friendly for you? And so they really like that because we're paying attention to their actual needs. The thing is, is that a lot of people say, well, I don't need those. Unfortunately, if we ever fall or something like that, that's when the need comes up and it's like, yeah, I should have done this months or or even years ago. We wanna make sure that you're prepared for all this stuff way ahead of time. That's exactly what planning is doing. So a lot of people say, I'm not looking forward to my no-go years, but a lot of people are because they're like, you know what, I've traveled, I've done everything I could. Now I just wanna watch my grandkids get even older. I wanna watch them go to college, maybe get married or so forth. So they're not bad years, but they're also years that we can be susceptible to financial needs. And so this is where we really have to pay attention all the way from 50. And so as you look forward, you, you got to remember, you could be retired for several decades, if not longer, and we've got to start preparing at an early age. And I think a lot of people, you know, they want to live a very um, good life. They want to make sure that they're taken care of. They want to know that they're financially off. And, you know, the thing is, is that we still want to have the utmost respect for older people because at that point, we have to realize how their needs are changing, but we also have to realize how mentally they feel about their, their money as well. And so a lot of times, you know, we've been working with these clients for decades and we see them and we watch them get older and, but they still trust us, you know, and that's what, that's really what we, we have with that, with that client. They may not understand at a certain point what we're trying to do, but they're like, you know what, Eric, I've been working with you so long. I trust you enough to be able to do it. And the thing is, is that again, as an independent fiduciary, that's really important because I care more about that client, you know, and their personal needs than anything else, because you know, we've just grown attached to that person or family. Sure. So th- there's a lot of times where that plan keeps evolving, but it's constantly looking for their needs and what they need in retirement. The plan keeps evolving. That's what you really want in an advisor, somebody that'll be there through all the stages of retirement. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth follow that path for sure. And you can hear Eric's show, Wealth Works Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida. On the iHeartRadio app as well, Eric is with Retirement Wealth in Cape Coral, Florida. You can visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's Eric, E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y, advisor.com. Oh, you can also find him on TV in the area, both Saturdays and Sundays. Check your TV guides for times and channels. You can call him right here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 21000. Pizza! We've got one more slice to share, and for that, we once again join Coach Pete DeRuta and the flagship show, Financial Safari. In this clip, Coach Pete, along with producer Thomas Lipscomb and NHL Hall of Fame broadcaster Chuck Caton. Now, it all starts with Coach Pete talking about a favorite book of his by author Mark Matson. 
Dirty Filthy Wise, my broker taught me, and 101 Truths About Money and Investing. So there's some good things in here. And Chuck, as you see, Thomas, I've got the book closed, right? See, yeah. See yeah. That? And now I'm just going to stick my finger right there. I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to go. It's got two different things, truth number 31 and 32. Let me see what they are now. We'll so, see. All right. all right. Let's just do them both. Truth number 31, your broker's biggest nightmare is the index fund. That's oh, the truth. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, why? Why is the index fund your broker's biggest nightmare? Because if you understand it, he is out of business. That's why. Wow. <laughs> says here. And uh, informed and educated investors would not buy and sell through a broker if they fully understood the massive advantages of index funds or, even better, structured market portfolios. Okay. Now, my, my first question is, yep. what's, what's an index fund? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question, Thomas. You'll, you'll see if you look at the... If you look at a stock tickers on, like, let's just use CNBC as an example, since everyone knows what CNBC is, right? Sure. Chuck, you know mm-hmm. what that is, right? Yeah. So, by the way, GE was getting hammered uh, the last few weeks. Uh, GE, the company, and they own NBC. Mm. And I don't know what's going on there, but but that has nothing to do with what I'm going to say here. <laughs> index funds, sort of like the S&P. You've heard of the S&P. Have you yeah. heard of the S&P 500? Yeah, no doubt, yeah. That's an index. So basically, you can invest through different mutual fund companies or maybe some ETFs that have the index, the 500 companies in that index, the S&P index fund. That's okay. what it is. Oh, okay. And so they, they weighted their investment in those in those stocks depending on what the weight and limit is in the S&P index. Because in the, the S&P index has certain weighting kind of capabilities to weight the stock's performance and, and, and basically come up with a return, okay. <laughs> which okay. is the most important thing. <laughs> sure. so, so when you invest in an index fund, though, and there's several companies that have index funds, you want to find one with the lowest cost structure, I would think, because there's no magic here. They, the, the money managers know the 500 stocks in the S&P index fund. So what <laughs> are you paying somebody for? To <laughs> That's what you want to know. <laughs> what is sense. it going to cost me? Yeah, <laughs> Makes right. sense. So, and then a lot of times I see people that, that uh, tell me that they have a money manager. And when we talk further, uh, figure out that the money manager is just investing in index funds. But they're charging you another 1% or 2% to do oh, that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, no good. So why are you paying someone? And keep in mind, every mutual fund has a manager too. So inside the the cost basis of these index funds are the fees paying the manager to manage the stocks in the index fund. So if you have a money manager who is investing in mutual funds, you're paying the money manager to now go put you in a place where someone else is charging you too. <laughs> it's like going on two different toll roads. You, right. you get on a toll road and you have to get on another toll road on that toll road and pay double. So too many chefs spoil the broth. Yes. Right. So that's that's a five-minute major penalty, Chuck, right exactly, there. So we have yeah. to be very careful on that. Too many fingers. So, in Thomas, it. did I under, did I explain that a little bit to you? You, what you, you really did. So I guess uh, the last question would be why do brokers uh, fear that index fund so much? Well, just what I said. Because if you if you know that you can get the same kind of management that you would through a broker or investment advisor. What's the point? Why? Are you paying somebody to tell you something you could do okay. on your own? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DIY, yeah. DIY, do it yourself. So oh. I guess it's good to have someone else to blame if something goes wrong, but they're still just going to say, sorry, I didn't uh, didn't know. And I, still <laughs> sure. made, I still made a commission. Here's yeah. what they may say. I know nothing. Nothing. All right. And so index funds, a lot of different indexes out there. And so it's just a way for you to diversify your risk. Instead of just buying 10 stocks, maybe buy an index fund that has 500 stocks in it. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's easy to track. And you can find that in most any kind of uh, newspaper or even... Uh, CNBC shows what the S&P is doing. So that's good to know. And yep. S&P is not the only index, by the way. Also, all sorts of different indexes. Indexes are just collection of stocks okay. in a basket that they call an index. An interesting approach to annuities for sure. Financial Safari airs weekends on a number of radio stations in the Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina market, as well as on stations around the country. To reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, you can call 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000. 
And if you want to learn more about the seven blind spots, visit PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. You'll find a ton of information there. So that makes our pizza complete. Clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country every week brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. And remember, you can reach any of the advisors. If you're here, give a call 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 21000. You can reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com or on Twitter at PeteSadol. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. That would be a fantastic thing to do that. We've also got links to all the advisors and the show notes listed with this podcast. I'm Steve Siddall. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.